صباح الخير جود مورنينج دير ليسنرز يو ليسنينج تو راديو 3 سي ار اون 855 Palestine Remembered is Australia's only English language radio program that is totally dedicated to Palestine. We'd like to welcome those listening on 855 and those that will join us on podcast at 3cr.org.au. Thanks for joining us. Stay with us and enjoy the episode. Hello listeners, I won't say good morning, another episode of Palestine Remembered and we're reporting about the, the disaster that is befalling the Palestinians uh, in Gaza whilst humanity abandons them. First and foremost, our rally tomorrow, State Library at 12pm, we've got a wonderful lineup of speakers, make sure you get along tomorrow, the State Library, 12 o'clock, last week we had over 10,000 supporters. Uh, show out in solidarity with the Palestinians. Um, it's so important for three reasons to get along. Number one, to let the Palestinians know that they haven't been forgotten, that somebody is thinking about them. Secondly, to get together with other people who care about humanity and to say that I share your pain, I share your concern, I'm here with you. And thirdly, to tell our government, state, federal, anyone else, uh, businesses that are sending out messages in support of Israel, elevating their lives and diminishing the lives of the Palestinians, that they are not speaking in our name. And in fact, they're dimish- diminishing not just Palestinian, humi- hum- Palestinian humanity, but all of our humanity. So 12 o'clock tomorrow at the State Library. I uh, hope you can join us. Tragically, news uh, continues to get worse for Palestinians uh, in Gaza. Over 4,000 Palestinians now dead, over 1,500 kids. uh, I've been reporting on this as much as I can wherever I get an opportunity to speak in the media about just how diabolical the situation is. And if you can consider when we were all in lockdown and we were panicked about what supplies we might have, what we could get, eventually the toilet paper came back to the shelves. If you're a Palestinian now... We're about to enter the second week where there's been no gas, no electricity, no water, no food. Um, there are two different mobile carriers in Gaza. One of them has been bombed out. So if you were a Telstra person, you no longer have telephone uh, access. There is no internet. Your best option is maybe some sketchy 2G. And if you can remember what 2G was, it was when our phones had the game Snake on it. That's the reality today. Uh, there, the, what little power is left is what fuel resources might have been uh, squirreled away to run, what generators might still be operating, and what solar panels might be there. They are being used to operate the bare minimum operating machines and life-saving equipment in hospitals, and what power they can put into their phones to communicate to the world that they're alive. Uh, Palestinians are going through this every single day and I was talking to a friend uh, on the way into the show today and because we're counter-cyclical in timeline sleep looks like a coma for a Palestinian today in the world in the West particularly in Australia because we're seven eight hours behind and at some point you fall asleep and you wake up with a 
an anxiety and a snatch to your phone to see a message to hope that you haven't received the worst of all messages. I spoke to two, um, I spoke to one woman this morning and uh, she's in Melbourne's West, lost 10 family members in, in one bombing. Her story's not getting elevated, nobody's speaking about her, nobody's reached out to her. Uh, our country continues to call for hostages to be released and Hamas, a terror gang. Over a thousand Palestinians in the West Bank have been arrested. 70 have been killed. There's no Hamas in the West Bank. In East Jerusalem today, police officers are just grabbing phones off young Palestinians and searching their social media feeds, searching to see if they've liked a photo or shared a commentary. This is deemed incitement and enough evidence to be imprisoned. Worst of all, as all that is going on, the narrative here has continued to perpetuate this vile slur that Palestinians are anti-Semites. This disgusting, disgusting slur that Palestinians are anti-Semites. I started off my speech last week, as I do every moment of any opportunity I get, to explain that the Palestinian struggle for self-determination and justice is an anti-racist, anti-colonial struggle. There is no room for Islamophobia, anti-Semitism, homophobia, sexism, misogyny, or any other hate. If you have any of those vile characteristics, we don't want you. The liberation, the struggle for liberation for Palestine is the best of humanity. Nelson Mandela said, none of us is free until the Palestinian people are free. And we know that none of us are free until everybody is free. This is the basis of Palestinian activism. And in the media, we are robbed of context. Whenever we get the opportunity to speak, whomever it might be, myself or one of my uh, dear, dear Palestinian comrades, we're interrogated. It isn't an interview. Nobody's asking us for the opportunity to explain our position. It's an interrogation. The spotlight is put on. Classify and prove your humanity. I got asked by a, a reporter if I understood why Australians might empathise with, with Israelis. Why, they, why Australians are empathising with kids being killed at a rock concert. And I looked at this woman and I said, I'm Australian too. Do you think that I don't empathise? That I'm so heartless that I don't care that my Australian Jewish brothers and sisters are feeling pain? I know I look like them, but I sound like us. I look like them, but I sound like us. The language that has come out of our parliaments, our media, has driven a wedge that is further than 9-11 was. And I really feel for what the social cohesion of this country might look like for children that might not find the support they need because they are being excluded. When our alternative Prime Minister says, we need to be deported, you're Hamas supporters, you don't belong, that we're anti-Semites, as if the Palestinian struggle for self-determination only matters because Palestinians' jailers and Palestinian occupiers are Jewish. It should be made very, very clear. Palestinians don't hate their occupiers because they're Jewish. 
They'd hate their occupiers if they were Muslim, Christian, Jew, Hindu, Sikh, agnostic, Baha'i, whatever other religion you might be, whatever other religion you might practice. The thought that you could lock me up in my bedroom and let me out for an hour a day, or now two weeks without food, gas, electricity, and occasionally run in and just kick the shit out of me, that my issue is, is with how you celebrate God is to debase our anti-colonial struggle to a level of inhumanity that, are, that is allowing, with Western consent, this genocide to happen. You don't have to be an international human rights lawyer to know that if you cut off the gas, food, electricity, power, medicine, to over 2 million people, a million of whom are under 14, 1 million of whom are under 14, if you do that for two weeks, that that's a war crime. You don't have to be an international human rights lawyer to know that collective punishment, making everybody suffer, carte blanche, for the actions of one group or one person or one organization, is a war crime. It's an abomination. The fact that Western countries have continued to aid and abet these outrageous, unspeakable war crimes is a shame. We're keeping receipts, Western governments. At some point, you'll look back and say, we stood by and allowed this to happen. We stood by and allowed this to happen. I didn't call for a ceasefire. I didn't call for a condemnation. And I think it's so very important to commend those that have stood with Palestine federally. Uh, the Australian Greens have been phenomenal. Obviously, anybody listening to the show, this show would never vote Liberal. And if you have accidentally stumbled onto 3, 3CR as a Liberal voter, please stay with us for just a little bit longer so that we can try and help you. Um, the Australian Greens have been phenomenal. And to their immense credit, to their immense credit, two Teals, Sophie Scams and Kylie Tink, both with significant Jewish constituencies, both sided with the Greens and demand would not sign on to the bipartisan motion to, you know, uplift Israeli deaths, condemn Hamas, and uh, give Israel carte blanche. I mean, this Peter Dunton, our alternative prime minister, demanded that our foreign minister be sacked or quit of her own volition for suggesting that Israel should show restraint. Should show restraint. The opposite of restraint is unfettered rage and revenge. God forbid what that might look like. So a big shout out to the Greens and Kylie Tink and Sophie Scamps. You are the very best of what Australian politics should be. And uh, we need that to, to, to go on elsewhere. In our federal parliament, we've had a couple of ministers break ranks with the Labor government and Ali and Ed Husik. Um, it's no little task to break ranks. Uh, Fatma Payman. Uh, now, there's something that these three MPs slash senators share. They are the Muslims in uh, our parliament. You don't have to be a, uh, a Muslim uh, to care about Palestinians. Uh, Palestine gave the world Christianity. The most famous Palestinian in the world was a Hebrew carpenter, uh, Jesus Christ. So we'd like uh, some of our 
other um, leaders of the government to come out and speak up for, for the Palestinians. But increasingly, the cracks are starting to show the barbarity and inhumanity that is on show is speaking out. There's some parliamentarians in, in Victoria, a New South Wales Liberal politician. She spoke out. Um, so we are uh, getting there slowly but surely. But it's all going to be too late. Gaza will never be the same. Palestinians have been dehumanised by language from the Israeli Prime Minister that this is a fight between light and and human animals and the barbarity uh, between a finance minister that says Palestinians have got just three choices. They can leave, one. Two, they can stay as subordinated residents with no voting rights. Or three, they can die. This is the Israeli parliament that our country supports. When Palestinians are interrogated in mainstream media, when our human stories are not allowed to be told, when the pain and suffering of a number of Australians of Palestinian ancestries are not getting shared about the suffering they are having of the tens of family members that they have lost. The narrative remains the same that Israel is like us and the Palestinians don't matter and we can move on. We're going to play a song now, but we'll open up the line. So if anybody wants to call in, 
Solidarity with Palestine this Sunday. With the most devastating attack ever launched on the people of Gaza, it's time for all of us to stand in solidarity with the Palestinian people. Israel has waged war on the Palestinians for the last 75 years. The Nakba, ethnic cleansing, occupation of the West Bank, East Jerusalem and Gaza. Israel has now imposed a total blockade on Gaza and declared war stopping food, electricity and fuel and launching an all-out attack. We have to mobilise to show our support for Palestine. 12pm State Library this Sunday. Rally to demand freedom and justice for Palestine. No war on Gaza. Free Palestine Melbourne is a 3CR supporter. That song was Muhammad Asaf, Dummy Palestini, My Blood is Palestinian. We've got to have a call, a couple of calls come through in a second. But before we get there, I think I really quickly want to address the, the hospital issue because Palestinians knew straight away that this was Israel that bombed the hospital. Um, and we knew it straight away. And then immediately, you know, obviously, uh, the, aside from deleted tweets from the Defence Force and the Foreign Ministry, uh, and then there was the obfuscation, and then they found uh, 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 audio of Bob, Bill and Bob speaking to each other in uh, the wrong sort of Arabic with the wrong sort of syntax for, for Gaza, as if Palestinians use mobile phones, uh, the, the, the operatives there. They know that Israel bugs them and contra- uh, contract them. They only use walkie-talkies and other sort of um, uh, non-GPS type traceable uh, communication devices. But Palestinians know how Israel and its allies aid and abet in obfuscating the facts. We have to go back to Muhammad al-Durra in September of 2000. And for those that remember, just Google it, Muhammad al-Durra, D-U-R-R-A-H. There's a picture of a father cowering behind a 40-gallon drum with his son before they both get shot. Muhammad died. Uh, he was about 12 years old. This was 23 years ago. Um, Israel immediately said it wasn't us, even though there was footage. Uh, French French TV, you know, investigated, and for years they said it wasn't them until they uh, agreed it was them. In fact, uh, an Israeli took uh, this French TV crew to court to prove it wasn't them and and lost. In 2006, in Kana, a uh, a building was blown up, and the Lebanese said that they, uh, the Israeli said it wasn't us, until Robert Fisk showed video of the drone sitting above the building, 28 people, 16 kids killed. The Bakar boys who are running across the Gaza beach in 2015, four little boys, three brothers and a cousin, nine to 12 years old, heard some bombing and started running, trying to get to their home. A Israeli boat uh, launched a missile at them, murdering them instantly. They denied it was them until many months and years later. Uh, in 2021, uh, Israel bombed the Routers building, uh, a, a huge tower in Gaza, saying that this was a Hamas uh, target, um, and they had to bomb it. Months later, yeah, maybe some faulty intelligence. Last year, they assassinated Shirin Abu Akla, Palestine's most famous reporter. 
uh, forensic architecture did the most detailed forensic analysis of uh, and found that she had been assassinated, that the seven shots that had gone to her were all head-high shots. She was wearing a flak jacket em uh, emblazoned with the words press. Um, she was easily identifiable. Uh, she was uh, wearing a, a, a helmet with the words press and the shots were all directed at her head and the, one, the shot that got her actually entered between her uh, flak jacket up to her neck and her ear. Cold-blooded assassination. And for a year they said it wasn't them until they said it was. She was an American citizen as well as being a Palestinian and nothing happened there. We know too well what Israel does when it makes a quote-unquote mistake uh, and then later apologises. We've got a caller now. Her name is Julie. Welcome, Julie. Oh, thank you for speaking to me. Um, I'm, I'm um, wanting to know... My phone could break down at any moment. I've lost all my phone numbers. So I'll try and get through this. Um, are there any Palestinians living on the peninsula? Because I, I believe that um, we should make this local. No one in the suburbs ever gets to hear about this stuff. And I, I want to get a few people together, preferably Palestinians, but anyone else, of course, um, to protest in... The, the railway station, you can protest, apparently, legally. And uh, across the road is the Labor Party, federal people. Um, what do you think? I think that's fantastic, Julie, and I applaud your initiative and your solidarity. Thank you so very much. Julie, um, I'm sure you know who APAN is, the Australia-Palestine Advocacy Network, A-P-A-N. Well, I'm, I'm not really. I've um, <clears throat> had a stroke, and a little stroke, but I get very vague, but I do have stuff from the past in my head that stayed there. Um, APAN... I want to know local people. Yeah. So what I was going to suggest to you, what I was going to suggest to you, Julie, is um, if you reach out to APAN, um, we'll be able to do a search of our database for people that might be down on the Mornington Peninsula, um, okay. and endeavour. Look, the reality is that all it takes is the energy of one person um, to put together an, an action, and somebody says, "I'm going to do it," and then uh, we can get some other people along. So thanks very much for calling, Julie. Look after yourself. Thank you for your solidarity. Um, so it only takes that energy of one person and we call call an action and you know the action might be as small as two or three people but, but it might be 10, 40, 50, 100 I know there's been some small actions everywhere there was one in Coburg yesterday there was one in, in Brunswick on Thursday afternoon um, Adelaide Hospital had a snap one when the, when, when the hospital in Gaza got bombed um, we, we do need all human beings of good conscience and good, um, good character to speak up for the Palestinians. Uh, so thanks so very much, Julie, for calling in. Um, back to our advocacy and what else you can do to leverage what Julie is speaking about. Our parliamentarians all speak for us. Um, and depending on where your, where your seat is uh, and whether or not you've reached out to them personally, what you can do is just Google the words APAN, A-P-A-N, and stop. APAN, stop. That'll take you to a link on the APAN website that'll enable you to write a letter, pre-filled letter, that will send an email to every representative that you have, your state member, your federal member, 
your, your federal senators, and to our foreign minister. Over 30,000 people across Australia have signed on to that action. So um, please consider doing that. Share that with your friends. As an individual, go along to your MP's office. Knock on their door. It's not a sitting week next week, so they'll be in their local electorates, or they're supposed to be as your representatives. Knock on their door and say, listen, what have you said about Palestine? Palestine matters to me, and I'm going to remember what you said and how you said it when I vote next round. Write a letter to your local newspaper or to national newspapers, The Age, The Herald Sun, etc. Express your concerns. What we need is for people of good conscience to stick up, stand up and speak out. So um, thanks so much, Julian, and everyone else that supports us. A reminder about our rally tomorrow, 12 o'clock, State Library. Um, come along and remember, most importantly, that the struggle for Palestinian rights is an anti-racist, anti-colonial struggle that will not accept any racism. So if you're an anti-Semite or an Islamophobe, if you're a misogynist or a sexist or a homophobe, do not come. We do not want you. You do not represent us. You are not welcome. Peter Dutton would like you to go along to one of his uh, events. Um, social cohesion. I want to come back to this because it's so very important. If you are about and you see an identifiably Muslim person because on the on the 7th of October when when this latest uh, flare-up in Palestine existed uh, started on the 9th on the Monday this impacted Palestinians absolutely and all human beings of course of, of good conscience and morals but by the Tuesday by the Tuesday Every Muslim was in the same quote-unquote boat. It's so very important that the multiculturalism that we've built up here, although imperfect, and as we know based on last week, this remains a racist settler colony, there is something beautiful about our country. It is ours. We are here for those that know by the grace and... Uh, of our First Nations peoples. And we should always remember that this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. That if you see someone who's identifiably Muslim, go up, say hello, ask how they're doing. Tell them they belong, uh, particularly if you're uh, Anglo-Saxon or Celtic uh, looking. It will mean uh, 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 so very much for them. So get along tomorrow. Uh, the rally's at 12 o'clock. I hope to see you there. Uh, I won't be speaking, but I'll be emceeing. If you are a listener to the show, make sure you come up and say hello. Uh, those rallies do so much for Palestinians like myself. We feed off that energy. It recharges our batteries. It makes us realize that we are human, but there are also good humans here too. Today I've been joined by Makali, who is a fantastic human being. I don't know how to operate this uh, machine that... Uh, it looks like you could land the space shuttle with the amount of buttons and jiggers here. So so very, very thankful for you being here with me, my friend. Uh, and to all the crew at 3CR who've sent me so many messages and uh, continue to stand with the Palestinian people, we thank you so very much. Um, there's not much le left for me to say today, but I hope to see you all tomorrow. Thank you, and thanks for listening to 3CR. <laughs>
This is for Palestine, Ramallah, West Bank, Gaza. This is for the child that is searching for an answer. Wish I could take your tears and replace them with laughter. Long live Palestine, long live Gaza. Palestine, Ramallah, West Bank, Gaza. This is for the child that is searching for an answer. Wish I could take your tears and replace them with laughter. Long live Palestine. While we listen to tunes made by ignorant fools Israel blocked the UN from delivering food They bring in the troops and you won't even glimpse of the news They make money off the products that we're quick to consume And it's not simply a question of differing views Forget emotions, this is facts, what I spit is the truth Makes no difference if you're a Christian or if you're a Jew They're just people living in different conditions to you They still die when you bomb their schools, mosques and hospitals It's not because of rockets, please God, can you stop this all? I'm not related to the strangers on the